When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Bears lose badly to Tennessee. They've lost three in a row. Matt Nagy, Nick Foles, what do they have to say? I have my thoughts, too. Let's do this. Showtime. Hand off to Montgomery, and Montgomery not going to make it. And the Titans hold on fourth and one in their territory. Today, obviously, we fell short. Fourth and one here at the 31. And now Tennessee signaling that there's a false start penalty. False start. Offense, number 71. And again, penalty marker down. False start. Offense, number 80. I think we've been better of late and then it's the ones that you don't get you know uh especially the fourth downs if nothing else trying to get into position for cairo santos to come on and put him on the scoreboard and they flip it out to montgomery who loses the ball it's picked up by the titans and it's the newcomer desmond king who's going to run it in for the touchdown desmond king who was acquired in trade from the chargers this week Yeah, let's sing it. Three losses in a row formation. Of Illinois, Chicago Bears, bear out. Oh, wow, wow, wow. You're talking about a Bears team that was 5-1. and one. It was an absolute lock. They were going to the playoffs. And now, if you polled Chicago, I think you would get way more people who would bet on 5-11 and 11 than the Bears actually going to the playoffs. Think about that. Schedule is about to lighten up a little bit here. Minnesota come and call it next week. But this has not looked like this since John Fox was running around. Speaking of John Fox, is Matt Nagy our new John Fox? Did you hear what he said about literally everything? I know he's trying. I know you're you're trying to be positive, Matt Nagy. I get it. What's up with the fourth and one penalties, Matt Nagy? Those are the ones that they probably magnified a little bit um, when you have back-to-back penalties in that situation. And you got momentum going, you got a lot of good things going, and and then you just you have that happen. And and so I'll never, ever, ever question my guy's effort. Never. I'll never do that. Um, none of it's because of effort. I don't want to quibble with you, Coach. None of it's because of effort. First of all, these are professionals. You don't get credit for effort. You're getting paid millions of dollars. 
This was a recurring thing today. Nick Foles was saying the same stuff. It's, hey, well, you know, we're worth trying. You know, I, I don't see any quitting in these guys. I'm so tired of that narrative. As if, like, that is something to be proud of. We didn't lay down. We kept going. We played for 60 minutes. Come on, man. Come on, Nick Foles. You're better than this. You just keep going. You keep, you know, you get the play call. You execute the play call, and you just keep going. Keeping the guys settled in the huddle, the guys were great. You know, just continue. Hey, one play at a time. Keep going. Keep going. Don't don't stop playing until the clock hits zero. And, you know, today, obviously, we fell short. Uh, another tough game, but the guys kept playing until the clock hit zero. Not an easy one, but there's something that you can build on there because it's when you don't quit and you keep going, you keep grinding, especially through games like that that are difficult, um, it tells you a lot about your locker room. It tells you nothing about your locker room. Nothing. We played until the end of the game. Ryan Nall came in for concussed David Montgomery, and he kept playing, and Jimmy Graham caught a touchdown, and he didn't give up. It tells you nothing. It only tells you that you put up some useless points at the end of the game. And I don't want to be angry podcast radio Bears guy here, but don't enough with the narrative that we've got, you know, I don't, I never question their effort. I don't, they, you know, well, we, we try, we try. That's great. No, 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 no. This is professional sports. This isn't eighth grade. This isn't Edgewood junior high school. When Don Klipowitz, the greatest gym teacher ever was applauding Mark Carmen for trying an after school sports after he lost his eighth game in a row. This is the, the NFL and this is painful. I was so excited when Matt Nagy stepped up in the Atlanta game, third game of the year, benched Mitchell Trubisky, and here comes Nick Foles, and you're pulling off a miracle win. Are you kidding me? 3-0 and to 5-1? and I'm not the guy that watched every single game of Nick Foles in Jacksonville and Philly, so I was hopeful that this guy was going to be good. I believed it. He has to be. He's won a Super Bowl. He beat Tom Brady. This has got to be a stud, right? Oh, he sucks. That's interesting. And I get it. Very hard to play behind the Bears' offensive line. Who the hell did they have out there today? I get it. Not ideal in any way, shape, or form. You're missing literally everyone. Bobby Massey on injured reserve with a knee injury. Cody Whitehair is out. The backup center, Sam Mustafer, whoever the hell that is, is, is out with a knee injury. Rookie left guard, Arlington Hambright. Third string center, Alex Bars. Rashad Coward moving to right tackle. He should be moving to another career. I mean, the Bears promoted five players to the practice squad on Saturday. Tyler Bray, Dieter Iceland, Eastland, whatever. Badera Trorori. And my guy, Dwayne Harris. I mean, my God, it's tough right now. But, I mean, Tennessee's not good, at least not in some areas where the Bears could have had success. They came into they came into the game the third worst third down defensive team. What did the Bears do? Went two for 15. Third worst in the NFL. They went two for 15. Tennessee can't stop the run, allowing 128 rushing yards per game. Bears come in, 56. Hey, Matt Nagy, stop trying to run the ball down at the goal line. 
you can try to run the ball when teams are not expecting you to run the ball. That's when you have a chance to run the ball. But lining up first and goal at the three with that offensive line and you're going to call some running play because you want to show people that you're committed to the run? No, don't do it. I got a lot of Matt Nagy cuts for us to go here. Um, here, Here's Nagy on short yardage. I think we've been better of late, and then it's the ones that you don't get, you know, uh, especially the fourth downs. Those are the ones that I think magnify and they make you, they sting because we really felt like we had some good momentum going there. And then I got to go back and watch that play. I'll, it's a, it's a dive, you know, it's like what you, what we do in youth football. Uh, it's a dive. So um, it's, uh, that's that. You've been better. What are you talking about? You haven't been better. You've been exactly the same. And now you're relating like, hey, I mean, we're just, it's, 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 it's a dive. Youth football. I mean, we're, we're running over the right guard, the left guard. We can't do that. We can't do nothing. I don't know where you go from here. But wherever they're going, it ain't great. Bears netted 105 yards on offense in the first half. Didn't have a third down conversion until their second drive in the third quarter. Again, finished the day two for 15. How about the 22-yard Cairo Santos field goal in the fourth quarter? Wasn't that awesome? You're down 17 zip. You got no chance to win the football game unless you score a touchdown. Let's kick the field goal. Let's kick the field goal? Dude! You go for it on fourth and one in your own 19 and try to draw people off, whatever the hell you're doing. You're down 17, nothing. You're at the four yard line. You're going to kick a field goal. Come on, man. Come on, Matt Nagy. I know you're better than that. Hey, Matt, are you frustrated? Yeah. So, you know, obviously uh, a high level of frustration. Um, Anytime you lose three games in a row, you you feel that way. And uh, we didn't do enough offensively to, to get the job done. I thought our defense played really, really well. I mean, they're doing everything that we're asking them to do and uh, trying to get that field position going. Special teams play well. Recurring theme here on offense. So uh, that starts with me, and we got to get it better. Okay, Matt, it's time. No window dressing. It starts with me. Let it start with you. Self-preservation. And maybe it's not, but maybe it will be. Announce tomorrow, make the world happy. I, Matt Nagy, will not call plays against the Minnesota Vikings. Bill Lazor is going to be calling the plays. Dave Ragone, I don't care. No one cares who it is. You are not the guy. You've got to see what it looks like with someone else. Maybe it'll be proven out that, okay, You got no offensive line. You got no chance. Doesn't matter who's calling the plays. Team stinks. That's fine. But at least show Ryan Pace and show Bears fans, not that the fans really matter in this, but just show us for the sake of showing us that, hey, it ain't me. You can boo me. You can think that I suck all you want, but we could have the greatest play caller in the history of play callers. We got no offensive line. Whose fault is that? Ryan Pace. And we've got a shitty quarterback situation yes I advocated for Nick Foles but I wasn't the one who drafted Mitch Trubisky when Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson was on the board I would never have done that 
Can't win in this league without a good quarterback. We've got average to bad quarterbacks. I can't believe we're at a point right now where I actually am open to having Mitchell Trubisky play. If he ever gets back from the shoulder injury and they want to put him out there, I got no problem with it. I think, listen, maybe Nick Foles could be really good if you had a great left tackle, a great right tackle, a phenomenal running back, and great receivers. He can get it done and win you a Super Bowl. That's what he did off the bench in Philly. But he certainly ain't carrying you anywhere. We've learned that, have we not? Hey, Nick, any idea what needs to change with this offense? Nick Foles, you've been around. Once again, if I had that answer, we probably wouldn't be here. So, I mean, the only thing I can say is we have to continue to keep working. I don't know what y'all expect me to say, but other than I believe that we have to keep working at it and keep grinding and keep figuring out what we want to do, how we want to do it. Um, And that's the only way to be because – Quite frankly, like we're the ones in it. Like we're the ones that are playing for the Chicago Bears, coaching for the Chicago Bears. So it's our responsibility to continue to work through this, continue to work through this adversity and figure out what it's going to take to make complete our team and our situation. And we have the right people to do it. We just have to keep grinding, keep doing it and um, staying positive throughout it. And we have the right people. This is where I look for honesty and maybe I'm an idiot. But don't say you've got the right people. We all know you don't have the right people. Maybe guys in the locker room hear that, oh, Nick thinks we got the right people. No, no. Allen Robinson knows you don't have the right people. Jimmy Graham knows you don't have the right people. David Montgomery knows you don't have the right people. The entire damn defense knows you don't have the right people. You just sound like an idiot. Look. Our offensive line is incredibly banged up. we got guys playing out of position. We've got a, a unit that has not played together. We're trying to get them up to speed as quick as possible. What happened today was entirely predictable. It's not just on the offensive line. I need to play better, too. I've got to get the ball out faster. I need to figure out exactly what I need to do. I'm doing a terrible job. Terrible. That's right. Terrible. Put it on me. Put it on nine. Is that that hard? I don't think it's that hard. You can do that, Nick Foles. What about the third quarter woes? You still didn't score. Only scored one time all year in that third. What do we do about that? We just had to fix that. I don't, you know, I don't know what that is. It's something we got to look at when we study the film and talk through it. But to win in this league, you got to eliminate those um, self-inflicted wounds, especially when you can, you know, march down there. Once again, something else to continue to look at. All right, getting a little more honest. That's right. We got to fix that. We. The fact that we've scored one touchdown in the third quarter all season long, the worst in the NFL, it ain't great. We get in the halftime, we're supposed to come out with this big bad plan. We're the Bears, we got Matt Nagy, we got 7,000 offensive coaches. What's up, Bill Lazor? How are you doing over there, Dave Ragone? Hey, John Filippo. does anybody have a thought here on how to score in the third quarter? Apparently not. By the way, speaking of the third quarter, what about the fact that the Bears scored late? Was that good, Matt Nagy, or are you happy to see some points get put on the board? It's probably both. I'd say our guys fought to the very end, and that's kind of who the guys are that we have in this locker room. They care. Their care factor is high. That's why I'll, I'll never, ever question their effort or their care. That part I love. But what we have to understand as a mature football team is that you have to score points early in this league and then you also have to score points early in this league with the defense that we have when you don't do that you just get to a point where you have those touchdowns at the end you're happy that you kept fighting but let's you can't be in that position huh 
anybody's head hurt. With the defense we have, you have to score early. What does that mean? It doesn't make any sense. The defense that we have, you have to score early. Does that mean that the defense gets tired as the game goes along? So you got to get some early scoring so you keep the defense enthused or you 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 don't force them to be on the field as much so they can save their energy. What exactly are we talking about? I think it's more with the offense we have, we have to score early because we certainly can't come from behind. We need to have everything going right for us. And part of that is not putting us in a position where somehow, some way we're looking for a miracle because we're not good enough to, to pull it off. I, I care too much what coaches say and players say. I, 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 I want to own that. I, I, I'm, it's, it's really not important what they say at all. But then I hear things like this and trying to explain why the offense is so bad, and I kind of lose my mind. You know, we had a couple of those drives where it wasn't so much the penalties on the front end. It was more of the three and outs. We weren't getting first downs. That's what felt like it on the front end. And then, you know, you get to a point there at the end of the half where uh, you get a couple completions and then you're just going backwards instead of going forward when you have that. And then the rest of the game, there's just some some stuff that went on that it just makes it hard. And we're not in a position right now offensively to make things hard. That's just a simple fact. We need we need to do everything we can to stay ahead of the sticks so that we can play football and, and you know, get the run game going and get the quick game going and when you pick and choose to take a shot, you got to protect so that you can hit that shot. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know what you're saying. You're saying that you suck. We get it. We can't run a normal offense. We just got to kind of dink and dunk and do the best we can to get whatever we can, and then we're going to take one shot down the field and – at that point in time, our offensive line has to play way better than it ever plays, but just please protect Nick Foles for four seconds so he can actually shoot the ball downfield and try to hit Darnell Mooney on a fly route or Allen Robinson for a miracle catch. What about the miracle catches today? I tell you what, the Bears receivers are straight awesome. Allen Robinson making catches around bodies and just amazing diving plays all season long where the ball, it's, it's got to touch the ground, but somehow, some way it doesn't because Allen Robinson is just that talented. That's been massively impressive. And Darnell Mooney's been enormously impressive too. Tough catches. Balls are not thrown well. They're low. He's making those plays, and he's running by people. Good job, Ryan Pace. That's a hell of a pick right there as we look for some positives here. I liked the fake punt play. Barcavius Mingo, way to go, running for a first down. But then they get that, and you're like, okay, now what are they going to do? You just gave the ball back to the offense. They got a chance. They're at midfield. They're not going to do anything. And they didn't do anything. And by the way, they had to call timeout after Barcavius Mingo. It was like they were stunned that they got the first down. What was up with that, Matt Nagy? When you have a change of possession like that, there's a communication, just making sure guys are on the special teams and the wide receivers that are coming in and out. And we had a, a substitution with a wide receiver that was just a little bit off there. And I just I wanted to make sure that uh, we were perfect. I didn't want to do what happened last week where we had a, a five-yard penalty. And we just, you know, and so that happens. That, that probably happens across the league more than you think. And right now it's just, you know, it's a little magnified just because of, you know, our situation. Okay, a couple things. Uh, number one, 
Y'all need to simplify your offense. You don't need these perfect things that you geniusly thought up and you have to have the exact right personnel in there to orchestrate the Matt Nagy brilliant offense so everyone will look at you and say that you're the head coaching offensive guru genius. That's one. Two, don't tell me that your mistakes are fine because other teams in the league make the same mistakes. That's not what we're looking for at all. Yeah, no, I mean, we make mistakes, but so does everybody else, so it's fine. That's that's not great. Uh, pause 10 seconds here for a quick timeout, and then we'll come on back and wrap up the show. All right, Nick Foles, let's wrap it up with you. Minnesota's coming up next. Your Monday night football. You're five and four. NFC is still wide open. There's no good teams. Let's talk some positivity here. The Saints just got just walloped the Bucks on Sunday night. Tampa Bay, the Bears beat them. They were right there with New Orleans, right? Green Bay, we're going to see them twice. That'll be interesting to see what it looks like. You got Minnesota twice. And winnable games coming up here, Jacksonville and Houston. So the schedule is getting easier. That's all good. There is no great team in the NFC. There isn't. Seattle lost to Buffalo today. Josh Allen looked like Joe Montana, John Elway, Patrick Mahomes. The guy was unbelievable. 153 yards in the first quarter. He was 20 to 24, threw for 415. The Seahawks defense stinks. Saints are beatable. The Bucks are beatable. Green Bay's up and down. So if we're looking for positives, let's paint a picture here. The Bears get healthy. The offensive line comes back to being something. Nick Foles learns the offense a little bit more. I had the same take five weeks ago. It just is a little bit worse now because we're getting more and more data, and we're seeing more and more Nick Foles, and we're seeing more and more dysfunction, so it's hard to stay positive. But all that is true. Conference is open. The Bears, in theory, should get better. But they got to do it now, right, Nick? It's always been the same, extremely urgent. Um, you don't want to go through the season just hoping you figure it out. I mean, we've continued to figure it out week by week by week, and we've made little changes, and we've worked through different things, and we've done some good things at times. We just haven't put that complete game together. Um, but the, the urgency has always been there, and it's not, you know, we don't just wait till the end of the season to figure it out. We're, we're working through it every single week. Um, and we're continuing to stay positive and working with one another. Y'all, y'all, I'll sound like a broken record, but that's the only way I believe is staying positive, keeping you know a tight ship, and working through this together. Because listen, it's not easy. Any anything worthwhile is very difficult. You're right, Nick. You're right. You're absolutely correct. Nothing that you really want in life that you really got to dig for comes easy. If it does, then you're setting your sights way too low. And the Bears have some big sights this year, so keep grinding. I think we're all skeptical they're going to get anywhere close to it. But, hey, let's go. Let's go, Bears. I'm Right now on my computer screen, Bears forecast. It says stormy. When I first looked at it, I almost saw sunny. For a second, I saw sunny. 
before it gets dealt is most definitely stormy. All right. Titans 24, Bears 17. I really appreciate when you give to Windy City a rating and you make a comment. My boss is looking for those. It helps me. I might get a raise or not get fired. A lot of media people looking losing their jobs in the pandemic. ESPN, a very rough week. So comments are good. They help. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.